G'day everyone. Welcome to the Glory Prophetic School Night 5. Mm-hmm. My name is Nick and I've got back by popular demand our mate Macca. Hello. Also <laughs> known as Sarah. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to tonight. What's happening? Yeah, so we have um, Pastor Rebecca. Um, she'll be leading us in a session called Cultivating a Lifestyle of the Prophetic. Yeah, come on. Mm. Pastor Rebecca moves powerfully and closely with the Father and um, she carries such a heart for the body of Christ. So you're guaranteed to be ministered to tonight for sure. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, so we'll be having a Q&A for about 10 minutes yep. um, at the end of the session. Um, so if you have a question, make a note of it. Um, and if your question doesn't get answered during the teaching, then feel free to type it um, in the chat and Beck will do her best to answer it. Um, and Nick and I will also be in the chat throughout the evening, so feel free to engage with us and each other in the chat. Yeah, and I loved last week how you're all just jumping in in, in the uh, in the chat with the activations and just sharing what the Lord um, was speaking to you about. And um, that's what it's all about. That's why we put this on as well for those of you in groups, for those of you on your own. It's great to see, um, yeah, just you're all just making the most of the opportunity to, to um, uh, do it together. So... Yeah, it's it's so cool. And um what I felt tonight was just to um just to pray for um ears to hear and eyes to see. So Lord, we just thank you for tonight. I thank you, Lord, that you've got something to say, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, for um for just breaking off every distraction, Father. I thank you, Lord, for um for eyes to see and ears to hear, Lord, what the Spirit is saying to the church, Father. I thank you, Lord. We just come with uh with a humble heart, Father, teachable heart tonight, Lord, ready to hear from you, Lord, and learn from you, Father. Thank you for this incredible opportunity to hear from world-class speakers, Father, and and uh, the world-class Holy Spirit. So we're just grateful for this opportunity, Lord. We love you. And we want to honor you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we'll see you for the activations a bit later on. Love you guys. Enjoy. Just wait for Nick to give you the... Yeah. Oh, is this off? This is off. Good evening, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Please come find your seat if you haven't already. How are you? Good. It's so good to see you. I missed you. It's nice to be in your company. I apologize for being away for a couple of weeks then. We were just unwell and then unwell again. But here we are. So it's good to be with you all. I hope you. I know you've been having an awesome time. He's been practicing their prophetic. Awesome. Now, you know, don't be strangers. If you're hanging in the rows, try and find a seat, come forward. It's just, um, as a teacher, it feels very engaging when you can see everyone's nice and forward and you can see their faces and hanging out with one another. So if you spot a spot, if you spot a spot, if you find, if you can see a place, please fill it um, because it's nice for the people around you and it's nice for us as well. So don't be shy. 
So if you have a free seat beside you, could you put up your hand, please? Awesome. And then if you're like not sitting at a table, could we invite you to please come forward? That would be awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. You might meet your new best friend. I'm serious. Like the person beside you might have a word for you tonight in an activation that will alter the course of your life. Like I'm not being, I'm being entirely sincere. So like don't be, I mean, if you have a baby, you're excused. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So welcome, welcome, welcome. Good on you for getting snuggly. It's just, we're better together. It's nice when we're all in. And hello, friends online. You're all in too. I know you've been with Nick and Sarah already. So we're glad to have you back tonight. Thank you for coming. And with that in mind, can we just please give a round of applause to all the people serving here tonight? Thank you so much. We have an amazing team. It's actually made up of our academy students, um, first years, some second years and interns. And so we're so very blessed to have um, Lael's help and Nick's help, Ash's help, Anthony, Sarah, Chris, Cody, Jackson tonight. Thank you so much. Did I miss anyone? No? Team Taco going strong we are. Awesome. And the team that sets up as well. Thank you so much, all our academy students. We appreciate it. So I won't, I'm like, I'm building the suspense for this evening um, because we have a remarkable teacher tonight um, who really will give you wisdom and practical keys that will unlock the prophetic in your life in a greater measure. So we've been learning like the how to hear and now it's tonight we're learning how do I take what I've heard and put it into practice and how do I take what I'm hearing and put it into practice. So like I said, we're going to have a great night with Rebecca Damianopoulos tonight. Before we get there, I'm like, she comes highly recommended, especially by me. I've known her for a very long time. A lifetime, some would say, actually. Um, So just a couple of notes. Um, You probably noticed in your notebook for the course, you're missing week eight. But I emailed you last week those notes. Um, So if you haven't got them yet, we will have them here next week. But if you're a bit like me, you probably want to like put holes in them and bind them to your folder so they're all together um, and ready to go in advance. So we want to give you the opportunity to do that. So we'll get more uh, for you next week. Also, as you know, in order to um, complete this course, um, full attendance is required. And so please, that's why we have um, the guys at... Um, the little check-in window every week, and just so we can mark whether you're that you're here. Um, if you're concerned that we've missed you one week, um, just see us at the, tonight. We'll be um, Sarah will be there again, and you can just check if you'd like to. If you're concerned that we've missed you, cool, awesome. Alrighty, alrighty. Well, like I said, we have the immense privilege um, to hear from um, a wonderfully. I'm like a wonderfully wonderful person, but a, a wonderful prophet. Um, Beck Damianopoulos is on the Australian Prophetic Council, nationally record, uh, recognized prophet, and of course a prophet here at Glory City Church, whom, whose words are just pack a punch. 
um, but also the authority that she carries in the spirit shifts and changes people. And it's just amazing to see the way that she operates. And um, like I said, we're so blessed to have her in this house. She and her uh, husband, Pastor Aaron, are the associate, senior associate leaders here. So like I said, they're just the most wonderful people and are highly esteemed. And you're going to be so blessed um, by Rebecca tonight. So would you please welcome her as she comes to share... Love you back. She my favorite, one of my faves. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, good evening, everyone. It's so good to be here with you all and talking about one of my favorite things, talking with God. Amen. Oh, God is good. And I just want to honor you too for just giving up your evening during the week. I know after work. At the start of the week where things are going, you're getting into everything and just being hungry and coming and giving up your time. So I really, I felt like, you know, that's good to note because you're investing, hey, in, in, in something of value to you. And I tell you what, it's very special. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Let's just fix our eyes on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> we love you, God. You are the one thing we want. You are the one thing we want. You are the one desire. Father God, we love you. We, we love you. <laughs> you know, as I was driving in tonight, I saw the holy, I saw a picture of an angel mopping the floor with golden glory. And I feel like tonight God's gonna inviting us into a deeper level of glory with him. Just a deeper level of glory, a deeper level of revelation. So as you sit there, just receive. Receive the presence of God. Receive the presence of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hey, Jack, can I just prophesy over you really quickly? Because <laughs> I felt like I had a word. So come here. Yeah, yeah, come. <laughs> there you go. You didn't even get to sit down. Phew. <laughs> Yeah, that's a word too. You don't get to sit down. You're going to be a busy. You're going to be a busy beaver for the Holy Spirit. You're going to be a busy beaver for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I saw a picture of you just carrying um, grocery bags, and it was like you were weightlifting with them. And I felt like, you know, it's just a picture of your season right now is you are, it's like in the grocery room of heaven and the Holy Spirit is pointing out to you, this is something else I have for a child of God. This is something else I have for a child of God. And I just see you taking it wholeheartedly, just one thing after the other after the other. But I felt like the Holy Spirit is strengthening your arms to carry more revelation, to carry more of His presence. So Father, I thank you for more revelation in Jesus' name. Expand His heart, expand his mind, Lord, to just receive God. <laughs> oh, more of you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can I pray for you, Nishi? Ooh. You can't come to prophetic school and not prophesy. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, hey God, I just pray for increase. I pray for increase, increase, increase. I saw these deep wells underneath you. And I saw that you've been such a faithful one. And you've dug out time with the Father and you've dug out into the presence of God. And I feel like the Father's saying, You've dug out time with me. Ha, huh, you've dug out. 
yeah, being faithful in the little and being faithful with knowing my word. And now I'm coming to fill it. I just feel, I just see the presence of God filling, filling, filling you to overflowing, feeling and refreshing. Even your quiet times with Him, even things that you, you know, feel um, you've done over and over again, there's going to be a new take on it and there's going to be a refreshing. In Jesus' name we pray. And she, thank you, Lord. Bless her, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, so so when you when we're doing this, I'm also at the same time, because this is where I love. I get to let you in on what I'm doing with the Holy Spirit while I'm talking to you, okay? So um, this week and next week I get to be with you again. You'll you'll see me jump in and out of teaching and talking and also telling you what I'm doing with Jesus at the same time. Is that all right? So I'm just looking around the room while I'm talking to you and praying in tongues in my spirit, man, because I know and I have a sense that there's one more prophetic word I'm to give. Don't know who it is yet, but I know there's one more for me to give. And it's you at the back just there. Come. <laughs> quick, 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 come. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed are the feet <laughs> of those that are faithful before him, that those who love him. Lord, I just pray for grace, grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. Lord, every heartache, Lord, everything that needs refreshing and filling into overflowing now in Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray, God, huh, for a strengthening of her back, Lord, and a strengthening of her heart, a strengthening in the spirit in Jesus' name. And I just pray complete huh, and instant filling now. In Jesus' name, everything you need, He has for you. <laughs> everything He needs, He has. You, He has. Oh, yeah. Just drink it. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that was for you. He sees that situation. He stopped me, so you know. So you know it. <laughs> Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So now I feel like we're ready to go. Hello, online friends. It's nice to see you. I'm glad you're with us. Um, we're um, going to jump in and out of some cool activations and Nick and Sarah are going to help you later, so that's cool. Oh, all right. Shaka Mahande. All right, so this week, next week we're talking about the CEO realm and this week we're talking about a cultivating a prophetic lifestyle. Cultivating a prophetic lifestyle, that lifestyle with the Father that I believe is just what every person that is a child of God is meant to do. Just like I'm sure you've had teaching with Sarah and Pastor James already, that it is a child of God's birthright to hear his father's, their father's voice. Yeah. And as we do that, living in a constant lifestyle with, of that with him is what we're meant to do. Can you turn me down just a little? I feel a little echoey. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I am excited about this because this is, I guess, what I feel like is the most exciting part about Jesus is day in, day out with him. Day in and day out with him. And I want to unpack it practically, but I also, yeah, I just want to start from the very beginning <laughs> And it's, it's going to touch on things you've already seen. But Heidi Baker says this amazing quote, and you've probably already heard it. And she says, everything flows out of intimacy. Everything flows out of intimacy. And it really does. Everything that we do, everything that our lives touch, everything that's built within us, everything that we focus on, it comes out of an intimacy with the Father. Everything that's built with Him it comes from our time with him. You know, people that you know really well 
you say, oh, well, I know them intimately. I, like I know my husband, I know my daughter, I know my family, I know my close friends. We know each other really, really well. It's that knowing them so well, you know what they're about to say. You know, knowing them so well, you know the tone before they say it. This afternoon, um, our daughter Mia came home from school and we were all just sitting and joking on the back deck and um, and I'm not usually there at that time. I'm at work and um, we were just having this joke and she was so cute. She was mimicking um, Aaron and I and what we do in the afternoons and just kind of acting it out. And we thought it was hilarious because she hit the nail on the head. It's exactly what I do when I get home and exactly what he does when he gets home. And it's because she knows us really, really well. And when we're talking about relationship and and with God and having a prophetic lifestyle with God, it's about living and close to his heart that you know him really, really well. You know him really, really well. Um, and talking, talking with him every day like you're a friend of God. Um, John 1, 35, 36, and I love this scripture today. Um, 35, it says, The next day, uh, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus straight away. They turned and saw them, and Jesus turned, sorry, and saw them following and said to them, what are you seeking? So he's basically saying, what do you want? Yeah. And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and you will see. So they came and they saw where he was staying and they stayed with him that day. And what what I felt like was struck me about that was, God, like Jesus said to them, well, what do you want? And they said, we just want to know where you are. We just want to be with you. They weren't asking for anything. They were just asking to be around him. They were just asking to be with him and to know, and to be around him and to know him. And really, as children of God, as followers of God, that's our heart's desire is, God, I just want to be with you. I just want to know you and more than anything else, more than anything I do, more than anything I touch, more than anything I, yeah, impact or I'm building or anything. All I want, the top main thing is, God, I just want you. I don't want anything else. Nothing else is important. But my relationship with him, knowing him and knowing that he loves me, knowing him and hearing his heart for, for what he has, that's the most important thing is to be a follower of God, is to be a friend of God. And as we cultivate a prophetic lifestyle, it's in that pursuit. It's after him. It's after him. It's not like a thing we're doing to have fun on the side. It's I just want to know you, God. It's just an out flow or outworking of our desire to know him, yeah? It's actually wanting to know him, you know, and in his presence, in his presence is fullness of joy and in his presence is rivers of living water. And actually, Pastor Catherine's been talking about rivers of living water and how everything the river touches brings life. And in his presence, everything he he touches brings life. And I um, had seen this funny meme 
the other day and it was talking about taking out the trash and this this lady had this huge big like pile or sack of trash and she's about to like lift it up and take it out and so she lifts it over her shoulders but it's so heavy it actually like pulls it to the ground has anyone else seen that and 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 sometimes you know when you've had a big day or you've had something happen or you hear some really sad news and you know that the Bible says, you know, bring every burden to the Father. Bring everything to the to the Lord. Sometimes I feel like that. Sometimes I feel like, God, this is a really big one. It's a really hard news and here you go and I might fall over while I give it to you, you know. And, and we can jump into this works of I've got to give my burdens to God. Like I have to give it to him, you know. But in his presence and in the river of his presence, like if I walked into a river, with a bag on my back, once I got to floating stage, the bag would just be floating, wouldn't it? I don't actually have to do anything to give my burdens to God. In the river and the love of his presence, it just floats away automatically. And that is part of what a prophetic, cultivating prophetic lifestyle is. is I'm living in your presence, God. I'm living after you. I'm submerging so much in your presence that the burdens just float away. I don't have to give them. I don't have to work at it. I'm just living in your presence. I'm just living in your presence. And sometimes, you know, we have to be really intentional about doing that. You know, sometimes the lies of the enemy can come and they can fill up our headspace. They can fill up our time. Um, the, this, the, actually, this morning there was a, a, a scenario that happened and I, I felt really in fear and I had to really go, nut. Nah, I take authority of the spirit of fear. And I thank you, Lord, that God hasn't given me a spirit of fear but of power, love and a sound mind over a circumstance. So sometimes you have to grab those thoughts that are taking up airspace in your mind and you have to go, no, nah, I'm not going to have that. This is what the truth of the word of God is. Because when we're running after God and when we're communing with him in a prophetic lifestyle, burdens and worries and thoughts and lies, they just fill up the space that w- of communion with him. They fill up the space and you end up focusing on them rather than communing with God. And so it's really important in a prophetic lifestyle is to be really diligent to go, you know what, God, I'm just going to step in your presence and let that that burden go. I'm going to catch those foxes, those little foxes that spoil the vine. I'm not going, I'm going to protect. I'm going to protect because I have a really high value for your voice. I have a really high value for communion and constant engagement with the Father that I'm going to protect that headspace with him. Um, and so, yeah, at going after intimacy and going after it with some tenacity that you're not going to let those things interrupt it. That's We're going after intimacy with him Um, and focusing on relationship with him. But I love this, Galatians 5.25. Oh, it's hit me again today. It's just talked about the fruits of the Spirit. And Galatians 5.25, it says, Since we live by the Spirit, And I thought, yeah, that's what being in a prophetic lifestyle is with the Father. Since I am in the Spirit with Him, since I am a child of God, I've got the Holy Spirit within me. Since I am in the Spirit with Him, I'm just going to keep in step 
in the Spirit. I'm just going to keep sensitive to the Spirit of God. That really is what being in a prophetic lifestyle with the Holy Spirit is. It's just keeping in step. It's going, being sensitive. He went this way. I went this way. He's going this way. I'm going this way. I'm keeping in step. I'm, I'm keeping at, this, at a pace, you know. When you feel just a tugging on your heart to, to go pray or a tugging on your heart to just be still and know that he's God. When you feel, uh, you know what, I need to catch that line. I'm going to take a moment to do that. That's you being in step with him. It's you being in step with him and going, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, instead of being stressed and racing to work this morning, I'm going to take a big breath and I'm going to acknowledge you, Holy Spirit, and I'm going to stay in step with you. Staying in step with the Father. So that's our first one. Intimacy with God. Keeping a prophetic lifestyle is being intentional about it, intentional about not letting anything interrupt and with tenacity, going after following him, going after being with him because he's the King of Kings and he's the Lord of Lords. It's actually just about him. It's all I want is him. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. And everything else is just fun, just the fun lifestyle of being after being a lover of God really is. It really is. So (laughs) how do we do that? How do we do that? How do we keep being in step? And I want to help give you some practicalities, but availability is, is the second part. So intimacy, availability is the second one. And availability, what's available to you, there's two parts for me. There's, it's available because it's available to us to have a relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit, yeah? But also our hearts staying available. They're the two parts of it. You know, it is available to us. 1 Corinthians 14.1, follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. Okay, you guys have heard this one. It's available to you. It's available to you. Everything is available. But the second part of it for me is our hearts are staying available. And as soon as we fix our eyes on him, we can ask and we can be aware. And he has a promise that he's with us in the midst of it. He's with us all the time. You know, if I, when I say goodbye to my daughter that goes to school in the morning, I kiss her goodbye, have a great day, darling. And I, 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 it's, it's not like the Holy Spirit's like, goodbye, la- nice to see you this morning, have a good day, and off you go on your own. It's not like that. It's like he's there the whole time going, did you eat your lunch? <laughs> It'd be like the, the uh, ultimate hol- helicopter parent, like, are you feeling okay? Oh, that was so nice how you responded to that friend. You're really, really kind. Make sure you get a drink of water. Like, <laughs> that's what I feel like the Holy Spirit can be like sometimes. It's not like he's like, good morning, get up. You better get out the door and good luck. It's not like that. It's like he's with you every step of the way. Not like the helicopter mother over the top, but um, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, I was about to go side note with that, but I'll stop. Just because I'm a teacher, I teach at my daughter's school and I have you on things. (laughs) Anyway, so I could go there, but I I don't. I don't. (laughs) Anyway. Back to it. <laughs> um, yeah, we're followers of Christ. Sorry, I've lost my way. But it's available to us. Um, yeah, and look, 
you know what? It's all about it being real life. I just, I want to go and talk about this availability thing because this is a practical thing for me and I think this was modelled for me as I grew up but I think this is what I've gone after is if the Holy Spirit is always available, if he's always there with us every step of the way, then I can commune and talk and ask him every step of my day and every step of my way. And how do we do that? Like, I, I have a really intense job sometimes and I can go from the start of the day to the end of the day and forget that I haven't eaten because I haven't sat down for a moment to do it. And so if, you be, if you're that, you know, if, you're, if your day is that consuming, how do you stay walking with the Holy Spirit and sensitive to him every step of the way? How do you do that? And is one thing, and I do say this to young mums, because it does look in, different in every season. For me at work, it can feel like that. But if you're a mum at home with a baby that's crying all night and you haven't slept, it can be like, how, how do you do that? How do you stay in constant communion with God? And I it was um, a couple of things. Pastor Catherine, actually, our senior leader here, was talking about the other day how one of the revivals was saying, you know, when we say grace and we thank the Father for our food, we thank him for our food, we bless the food, but it's also a moment to be able to acknowledge God and acknowledge how good he is and just go, oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for my food. I love you, God. Like, that's a moment. And and what I realized that I was learning growing up was having those moments inbuilt into every day as automatics. Like you automatically think of the Father when you say grace, don't you? Having those in automatically in every day helps our hearts to position to go back to, oh, I just glorify you, God. How are you doing? How are you doing? You know, for us growing up, and some of you have already heard this, you know, for our mum, it was when she was at the clothesline. She'd just pray in tongues at the clothesline. Every time she was at the clothesline, she prayed in tongues. Now, we I'm the eldest of five, so there was a lot of clothes. So she was there a lot. So praying in tongues. Every time she vacuumed, she was praying in tongues. It was like an automatic thing. And it I didn't realize until I grew up, got married and had my own household that I started doing the same thing just out of automatic uh, practice because that's what she did. And it's about finding times in your day to go, okay, God, where am I going to put in and intentionally insert into my day a moment when I can acknowledge you? I can just say, Jesus, you are Lord. You are so good and I love you. And it's that, just that lean into him. It's just that keep in step with him. And you know what? In that split second, he will talk to you. And I'm telling you, I've had some of the biggest revelations I've had in those split seconds. And, you know, and, and, and this is what one of the things in the activations we're going to do at the end is you can ask the Holy Spirit, because he's a good counsellor, for st- prophetic strategy of when you can have those moments in your day and your routine and your life. You know, for me, I... I feel like I'm talking about work all night, but I might be on duty in the prep playground and then in the next period I have to be teaching grade eight. And it's a long way from there to along there. So one of the things I've started doing is I'll pray in tongues the whole way there. Shaka Mahanda, I'm walking really fast and I'm praying. And, and, it, and, you know, I might see a head of school here and I might see another counsellor they have to talk to here and, might, and I'll see three of them and I'll be like, sorry, I've got to go see ya because I'm Shaka Mahanda-ing my way. And, it's, and it, I am in a rush to get to the door full of grade eights, but I'm also 
going, no, I'm, on, I'm in a headspace right now and I don't actually have time to have a conversation anyway. But that's one of the things that I found myself put into the day. And that's what we can do with the Holy Spirit is ask Him. You know, God, when are those practical times that I can just lean into you? God, I love you. I love you. That one's probably not such a lean. That's like, God, I love you. I love you. <laughs> but, um, but when are those times in your day? You know, Benny Hinn, the book Good Morning Holy Spirit, I mean, outstanding, so that, you know, you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is acknowledge his goodness, acknowledge his lordship. The moment you say, Jesus, I love you, you are Lord of my life, that's when the presence of God comes because you're establishing his authority in your life in that moment. And when you establish his authority in your life as the number one thing, that's when the presence of God comes. That's when you, the, it's like it opens ability to speak with him and hear from him. So in the mornings, in the evenings, you know, reading our Bible, praying in tongues, taking those moments. I'm not such a good read my Bible at night because I fall asleep every time. I have to do it in the morning. But yeah, yeah, funny stories. But there we go. Of how many ways I've fallen asleep with the Bible. But anyway, um, but those are those moments of putting into your regular routines. And I want to ask you, and, and I'm going to give you time at the end, what's your clothesline in the day? What's your vacuum in the day? What's your walk from prep to grade A in the day? And be intentional about finding them. And you know what? The Holy Spirit is so good. He will give you the different strategies for the different times and seasons and the different moments of your life and the busier times and the less busier times and and what it looks like he might like the other week I just felt like the Holy Spirit to say to me Sunday morning is mine now I went okay God all right so I'm being intentional with that on a Sunday morning we have church at four o'clock in the afternoon just so everyone knows um but like let him let him lead you in how to spend time with him that's really what I'm trying to say. Um, and yeah, Bible, get your Bible into you. <laughs> because he uses the word of God to bring back to remembrance what he wants to say to us. And, um, you know, obviously our, our daughter's growing up a little bit now. And, you know, I'm talking to her about spending time with God. And what we, oh, we were with the dog at the emergency hospital. That's another story. Like I'm, tell, I'm trying to give you real life because we're all living in a real life, you know. It's not like we're sitting in church all day, every day. Well, you are if you're with the academy. <laughs> and that's an amazing, intense, wonderful, wonderful season where God is like fire under pressure, a powerhouse thing. But what does it look like every day? Is what I'm saying. Anyway, we were with the dog. <laughs> and anyway, in the hospital emergency, cost me a fortune anyway. Bless the dog. And um, they were saying to us, oh, look, this is going to be two hours plus. Like we're busy because of the floods. All the other centers are closed, blah, 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 blah. And I, and I was like, oh, darling, I don't think I can sit here for two hours. <laughs> I think he'll, you know, I think it'll be all right. Or maybe I can go to this other one and it might be quicker. So I'm calling them to get another appointment. The things you do for your kids, hey. To get, yes, we can get you in. Oh, we've got an appointment time. Great. I don't have to wait. 
So I said to her, I'm like, darling, I think we're going to go to this other one because I can get in quicker. We don't want to sit here for two hours. And she's like, oh, mom, I don't want to leave. And I'm like, all right, let's just pray and ask the Holy Spirit. And so we prayed and asked the Holy Spirit. And I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, it doesn't matter either way. But she said, I felt like God said trust. And it opened up this conversation because she's like, it's trust and it's like a scripture about trust, but I don't know it. And I was like, oh, you mean trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he'll make a past track? She's like, yeah, I think that's it. I don't know it. And it helped us get into this really big conversation around when you know Scripture and when you've written it on your heart, the Holy Spirit uses that to bring back to your memory and and speak to you through that. And so it was really great for me to say to her, well, let's be a little bit more intentional about learning Scripture so that when you – um, hear things from the Holy Spirit, you've got the scripture, you know? And um, yeah, and I'll actually get into this next week because we're talking about different ways we hear the, the voice of God. And she was like, oh yeah, I heard a word, not necessarily seeing a picture. And we we're talking about the difference of it. Um, but all of that to say, ask the questions and Bible, get your Bible and your scripture into you. But the big key I think was, for me for that is ask. Ask. The Holy Spirit actually wants to help you. He's called the helper. He's called the comforter. And if we ask, he's there in the midst. He's there in the midst of us. So ask. Ask. Be, remind yourself to ask him. Ask him in the little things. Ask him in the big things. Keep asking him. He's available to you. So ask. It's like me having Siri on my phone and not asking it to send a message for me. I've got this wonderful thing, which is fantastic on the way to work. I can get like 5, 10, 15 minutes messages out. But if I didn't ask it to do it, it wouldn't do it. And, and, and the Holy Spirit wants us to ask. He wants to help. He actually does. He wants to be a part of your everyday. He actually cares more about your ins and outs of everyday than you realize. He actually does. He wants to be a part of it. He was. So I know I've labored on that a bit, but he's available to us. So let's just ask. Let's go after it and let's acknowledge him throughout the day. So the next one is stewardship. And I've got to keep track of my time because I can tell you stories all night. Um, stewardship. And you know what? Stewardship here is steward, being a good steward of the words or the things we're feeling to give to other people, being good steward of our, our body, the temple of the Holy Ghost, and being good steward of the words that we feel the Father gives us for our lives. And you know that little song, be careful little ears what you hear, be careful little ears what you hear, be careful little eyes what you see. And I think being a good steward and being in a prophetic lifestyle with him is being a good steward of what we're feeding ourselves. Being good steward of what we're listening to, being good steward of what we're we're seeing, um, especially if you're a prophetic seer, because what we feed on, we become, and what we you know what we let linger in us takes our focus, and so it's really important to steward it. Just steward it. I know that's really basic, but it's true. Just steward what you're putting in. Um, so when the Holy Spirit gives you something, <laughs> when the Holy Spirit gives you something to share, be a and when the Holy Spirit gives you something to do, be a really good steward of it because the more you steward it, 
the more he gives you. Um, I remember when I was really young and um, we'd had someone come to church and they were praying for people to have prophetic dreams. And we all went up the front, I think it was all of us, and we all got prayed for to have prophetic dreams. And when we got home, um, we it was like be expectant was the encouragement, like be expectant that you'd get something. So being a good steward for me was put a little pencil beside my bed, put a little notebook beside my bed because I'm, I was going to bed in faith that God was going to give me a prophetic dream. And of course he did. And actually to this day, it's one of the most um, powerful prophetic dreams for me and my identity in him that I had at 13 years old. But it was because of an expectation, but also I believe a, a posture of being a good steward of what you get given. And being, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to value this as important. And so I'm going to write it down. And so when you get words from God for yourself or for other people, be a good steward of it. Like write it down. Like, you know, it's so good. We can record with recorders and um, we can write them out, but be a good steward of it and make it plain. And if there's a word that you get that you really resonate with and you go, this I know is like something on this right now for me in in the season with God, write it down, put it up, make it plain, put it everywhere, you somewhere where you see it every day so you can keep agreeing with the prophetic word. And um, Pastor Catherine has this beautiful line. She says, prophecy isn't an inevitability, but it's an invitation to wage war with the prophetic words. And of course, 1 Timothy 1.18 says, this Charge, I entrust you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the, the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience. So we are to wage war with these prophetic words. We are to take them and we have to say, you know what? I'm not just going to go, oh, yeah, that's a nice word. Or, oh, yeah, I, I really feel like that's something God's saying to me. I, I agree with that. And we talk about too um, in the in the prophetic school about you know weighing and measuring words you know and 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 if something doesn't sit quite right with you you just put it on the shelf and go okay I'm just going to leave that there but if it's something that you really resonate with and you go yeah I know that this is what God's saying wage war with it do something with it don't just go oh that's nice and I'll leave it in my phone recorder for the next time I open up to record something and oh that was a nice prophetic word. Do something with it. Actually wage war with it. And so how does that look like? What does that look like? Well, first of all, it looks like putting it up somewhere. But it also looks like going, okay, God, I'm going to find some scripture that goes with that word. And I'm going to write some declarations that go with that word. So like if God, if you've got a prophetic word saying, you know what? I believe that you're going to be blessed in business and that you're going to... Um, bring some income into the kingdom to bless others in the kingdom of God and to bless um, ministers and finances and churches. Imagine if you got that word, okay? How would you wage war with it? Well, you'd take it and you'd go, okay, Lord, I thank you that you've called me to prosper in finances. I thank you that you've called me to prosper in business and, and write a declaration about it. And then you put scripture with it and you say, thank you, Lord, that your word says that I'm blessed to be a blessing. Thank you, Lord, that your word says that... 
um, you're going to give me more than I could hope, dream, or imagine. Thank you, Lord, that as I am um, diligent with my tithes, you give back to me, pressed down, shaken together, running over. You're putting Scripture to it because that's the power of God. The Scripture, the Word of God is the power that links with our faith to declare something, to pray it in. So when we get a prophetic word, it's not just like, a, oh, that nice and that tickled and that blesses me. It's a, okay, if I really feel like this this is what God wants me to focus on, I'm going to actually do something with it. I'm actually going to do and be diligent to steward doing something with it. Um, and <laughs> the faith that gets built in your heart, I think, is, is what the Holy Spirit's doing. He's building faith in you so we agree with that what he's saying and we ask the Father to meet that need and it happens. You know, um, we had a testimony about um, a house. We were believing God for a house and we'd had one on the coast and I was saying, God, do it again, do it again. And then I had a prophetic dream and it was something I thought, okay, Oh, God, this is what you're saying to me. Okay, I'm going to believe you with this. And then we started putting scripture and declaration to it. And then three days later, the real estate rang and said, um, the owner wants to put this house on the market. We're about to put it on the market. Unless, of course, you're not interested first. And I was like, actually, actually, yes, we are. <laughs> Let me give, me, give me a minute. But and and it was something that I we prayed for, but then... I felt a prophetic word for, and then we'd agreed for it, and then it it happened. Now, that was a quick one. Sometimes you could be believing something for 30 years. There's things that I've been believing for for over 10 years. And you know what? Does it change what God said? No. Does it change what the prophetic invitation was? No. And you know what? God and his kindness, do you find this? Do you find that you'll get reoccurring prophetic words? And, and it will come like in seasons. It's like you'll get a prophetic word about something and you're like, yes, God, I agree. I'm declare. And then maybe a year or two later, same thing again. I'm like, yep, I'm still believing God. Thank you for your kindness and keeping declaring that over my life. Because he wants us to keep agreeing with it. He wants us to keep waging war with what he says over our lives. And I actually feel right now that the Holy Spirit wanted to break off some disappointment for things that you've been believing God for over your life that you might not have seen. So Father, right now, if that's you, just close your eyes. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, that I just break off hopelessness. I break off despair right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, what you say is true. And Lord, I thank you that your word doesn't return to you void. So Lord, I pray for hope to be filled in our hearts tonight. I pray for hope to be filled in people's hearts tonight. And Father, I pray and I declare that they're going to begin to believe again, to dream again, and to declare on their lips, God, your promises in their life in Jesus' name. And we say, let it be in Jesus' name. Let it be, God. Let those promises be in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, don't grow weary with doing good. Don't grow weary with it. Don't grow weary with doing good because he who has promised is faithful. He's a good God and his promises are true. Ah, oh, he's a good God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay, so we talked about intimacy. We talked about availability. We've talked about stewardship. Um, and I guess the last two I want to really touch on really, 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 really quickly um, is obedience and a servant heart. And being obedient with what God tells you 
<laughs> and being obedient with maybe a prophetic word that is given you to give someone is really important. Being obedient with the promises that he's given you to believe for is like, do you actually really, really want it? Like, are you going to be obedient with doing what he's, he's asked you to do? Or are you going to be obedient with doing what he said when you hear him do, tell you to do something? Um, and obedience to the still small voice. Oh, my goodness. Obedience to this, that gentle whisper. Like, you know, who knows that you can experience like the powerful presence of God in worship or in, in a prayer time. And oh, yes, God, I know. And you can hear him speak to you strongly. But then you can have a sense of that still small voice. And that just gentle leading, that just that gentle prompting. Like, be obedient to pay attention to them. And and often I always go, oh, yeah, I've got to remember that. And, and it's so funny. Like sometimes you, you'll have a thought that comes across your, your mind and you, and you kind of discount it quickly because you go, oh, that doesn't make sense. And then later something happens. You're like, that was the Holy Spirit prompting me to do that. Pay attention to them. Pay attention to them. Lean into them. That's another way to keep in step. Keep in step. Being obedient to what he's given you to believe for, being obedient to what he's given you to give to other people, being obedient to follow the still, small whisper of his voice, partnering with him, like Ephesians 2.10 says. And a servant heart, a servant heart, obedient to pray. You know, sometimes when we're living in communion with the Holy Spirit, sometimes when we're in a prophetic lifestyle, you know, the Holy Spirit just shares his heart with you, just like a friend would share their heart with you. And what's on his heart, you get to have a window into and you get to pray for it. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, God. Like, you know, you might sense his heart for somebody else. So you get to pray for them and, and text them and be intentional about it. You might feel to pray for something that's happening globally. You might feel like you need to pray for something that's happening locally. Be obedient and, and a servant heart with, with those things. It, I know they're basic, but it's important. Like, you know, we want to say, oh, yeah, I'm cultivating a prophetic lifestyle and it's really cool to hear this or see that angel or do that stuff. But it's also really important to make sure I'm reading my Bible, make sure I'm um, being careful with my thoughts and make sure I'm just praying when I feel like the Holy Spirit tells me to pray. You know, it's just as important as I see an angel and I see him doing this, you know. Loving him, blessing him, communing with him as your, as your best friend. Because that's what a servant heart does. Um, Stacey Campbell said something once and it really, really stuck with me. She's an amazing um, prophet in Canada. And she said, if your prophetic word isn't filled with love, isn't coming from a place of love, then you need to check your filter, <laughs> meaning us. So... Because Father's heart, Father loves us. He's coming from a place of love. And, and if we're not um, hearing that, it's like, okay, God, what else is happening here? <laughs> that I'm not giving um, what you have for others through a heart of love. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Father, I thank you. Hmm. So see, what I'm doing right now is I'm just asking him, is there anything else he wants to say before I finish? So, Father, I thank you for these beautiful people. Lord, I thank you for, yeah, this time here, Lord. And I thank you, God, that we get to be friends with you. 
It's such an honour and a privilege and a joy, Holy Spirit. So I just bless here now and our friends online, Lord, every relationship with you. I bless it in Jesus' name. I thank you for your protection over it. Hmm. And I thank you, God, for an increase right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray an impartation, Lord, for an increase of of your presence in their lives. God, an increase of hearing your voice, of feeling your presence. Lord, an increase of relationship with you. Lord, I pray you would take us deeper than we've ever been before. I pray you would take them deeper into your heart. Father, I thank you that you have mysteries of heaven, Lord, to explain to each one of us. And so, Lord, I thank you right now for greater intimacy with you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so we are going to do some questions. Then we are going to do some activations. And the activations are going to happen here in the room. And then they're also going to happen online. So we're not going to forget about you guys. We've got to tweak it a little bit so you can do it at home. Um, So questions. Have a think. If there's any questions about tonight, about tonight, about cultivating a prophetic lifestyle, um, if you have questions about other things, we can can write in or, um, yeah, we might get a little bit more time next week. But, yeah, any questions tonight here? Uh, we got to do the online people first, I think. We're going to do them first just so we can love them well. Is that right, guys? Just checking. Yeah, just checking. While you guys are in the room, just think of a question if you have one. And then I want to explain the activations. I just check. Are we all right to do the room first? Or do you want, yeah, do the room first? Okay, cool. Books that you would recommend that have really helped develop my prophetic gift. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> They're all so good. Um, uh, look, well, you can get Sarah Cheeseman's uh, book if you don't already have it. <laughs> it is a gem, so you get that one. <laughs> oh, look, there is so many. Um, Benny Hinn's Good Morning Holy Spirit, if we're talking about um, this, like, prophetic lifestyle stuff. Definitely. Um, James Goal, amazing. Um, there's so many. I could list, listen, listen. Sean Bowles, Modern Prophet. James Goal, The Prophet. Chris Fallaton's Basic Training. I'm repeating it for our online friends. You may all prophesy. You guys can Google who it's by. So, good. Thank you. Because I could, I was just like, I'll just start listing them. I'll be here all night. <laughs> so, yes. Susan asks, how does prophecy facilitate spiritual authority? How does prophecy facilitate spiritual authority? 
Well, you're communing with the Holy Spirit. So you're putting him in lordship. So you're putting him in lordship over your life. You're putting him in lordship over who you're praying for or prophesying over. And communing with God. He's the king of all kings and the lord of all lords. So we're saying, hey, God, we want to hear from you. You're the boss. That's, that's establishing authority right there. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, how would you know if it's a timing thing or whether it's um, a warfare thing? Did you, what was? How did you? How um, do you know if it's a timing thing? Did you yeah, say? Yeah, say like you said. You know, you might have had a prophetic word. It might have been confirmed sometime mm. later, sometime later, and then mm. you're thinking, okay, for the promises over your life, mm. you're saying. Yeah, I'm just sort of wondering how do you know whether? Oh, gee, is it? You know, am I not doing enough to bring this about, or is it just it's a timing thing? Well, remember, we don't operate in works, do we? Because it's not anything we can do. But about waging warfare, you know how you said about that? Yeah, waging warfare with the prophetic words. Okay. Okay. If you've waged warfare and it still hasn't happened yet. Well, you just keep on believing. I I don't think you put time on it. Like you just keep on believing. What else are we to do? You know, what else am I, where else am I to go? Him alone has the words of eternal life. You just keep believing. Yeah, I, I know that's really simple, but that, that's, that's what we do. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I think what can sometimes get us off track as prophetic people is trying to worry about the timing and pick the timing prophetically. And that can actually consume your trying to work out the timing, God, when you just need to focus on what he said. And and not worry about the timing. Just keep focusing on what he said or and and yeah, and what he's saying and keep declaring it. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that answers the question. Anything else? Yeah. So for people who haven't had intimacy modeled to them well, how would you recommend someone coming into that? Let's say a, a father figure or whatever, they just haven't had that modeled well and now they're coming, trying to develop an intimate relationship with the father and it's very like, yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? <laughs> we... We're in a we're in a world where people are people and people are not perfect. But the one thing about God is he can speak to you and relate to you how it's how he knows you'll receive it. Does that make sense? And how he knows you can hear it. Because he's very personal. And so obviously, if there's someone that's struggling with that, obviously we'd pray for them. You know, obviously we'd pray for healing in that area. We'd pray for um, restoration in that area. You know, even if you feel led, you might send them to counselling. You know, all of that kind of stuff. But also trust that the Holy Spirit knows what he's doing and he can talk to us in a way that we can relate to because he knows us better than we know ourselves. So he's going to be able to, yeah. So if they have an encounter with God and you're praying for them to hear from God, we're trusting that they're going to, he's going to speak to them the way that they know. And I know we're talking about intimacy and being close and knowing him well, but it can be, be so many different ways you can relate to that. And, yeah, I would, even if, 
you knew the person, I would pray into that for them. I would be saying, God, how do you want to relate to them? How do you want to reveal yourself to them, Father God? Show us, Lord, what you, and pray into that for them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Hmm. Anybody else? Thank you, Jesus. Has this been good? Have you guys been all right? Very practical tonight. But it's, yeah, we've got we to we be real. And, yeah, go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I said you've really helped me with, um, like, because I've had, like, like images and thoughts and I just knew, didn't know what to do with them. Like, mm. um, and you just saying, you know, find scripture for it and then, mm. you know, write the declaration. Like, yeah. it just it was like, oh, it just yeah. like opened up. A, yeah, it just. Yeah, yes. good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you yeah. Jesus. God. We pray yes. for more of it, God. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah, he's good. Hey. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Well, we won't wait anymore if there's no more questions we'll just keep moving right along we're going to jump into activations and I'm excited about this because I am passionate about people hearing from God what he has for their lives because every single person is created uniquely to display um, another facet of God on the earth that only you can display and for the Father wants you to know how special you are, but he also wants you to know the promises he has over your life. So we're going to do three activations tonight. And um, yeah, our online people, I'm going to explain them and then our online friends are going to go with the online people. Um, but the first one is around... Um, we're calling it our one word fast track. So we're going to get we're going to get in prophetic mode and we're going to prophesy over the person in front of us and we're just going to give them one word that you feel from the Father that's pertaining to their destiny or the promises that God has for their life, okay? Just one word. If you can't stop yourself, we'll allow two or three, but no more. <laughs> okay, because we don't want to be there. It's going to go really, really quick, okay? Um, and we'll explain how you guys can do that at home. The second one is we're going to get into pairs and we're actually going to share with each other maybe a promise. And you can be as vulnerable or as not as you like, depending on how comfortable you are. But we're going to share with somebody a promise that you feel that God's given you for your life. Okay, you, a promise that you think, yep, this is what God said about me and my life. And if you go, I don't know any promises, we'll pay attention to the words that we do first, yeah? Um, and then, so we're going to share that with a partner. And then we're actually going to wage war together in pairs for our partners. And you know what? This is really powerful. And it's also one of the ways you get to know someone so good. And there is nothing better than hearing what God has for somebody's life, agreeing with them, waging war with them, and then seeing it happen. We had a home group years ago. We had a home group on the Gold Coast and we lived down there. And we would have um, just prophecy and this really, really great time together. Anyway, Sarah was there. And we had a few people there and there was the, these two guys there that were believing God for wives. And this one guy, would he had such great faith. He would be like, I'm believing God for this. I know this is what he asked me. Anyway, we'd get, yeah, 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 we're going to believe God with you. We're going to pray. We're going to prophesy over it. We're going to wage war. Da, 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 da. And then the way God brought his wife to him was just the most 
the way they met each other was the most miraculous thing. They had the, these guys are amazing people of faith and they're in their church and we just love them so much. But the wedding that they had was out of this world and it was because of their great faith, but it was because of the celebration of what God did. And I'm telling you, being at that wedding a few years later after sitting in our lounge room, believing God week in, week out, waging war for this thing that he had in his heart, to actually sitting there in the room. It's just exciting. So this is a really fun thing to do, to be able to find someone and go, you know what, I'm not actually going to just play a nice word. Oh, yes, you're called to write a book. You know what, bless you. No, actually go to town. Actually link your faith with that person and go, I am actually going to believe with you and we're going to pray every scripture I know to pray to, to, to believe with you, to see this happen. And I believe and I declare that out of tonight and out of these prayers, we're going to see promises come to pass in Jesus' name. Shaka Mahunday. Ah, Thank you, Lord. Okay, and the third one we're going to do is it's actually just you and God. And I want you to actually take deliberately before you go, don't leave without doing this, is take time to say, God, give me your prophetic strategy for putting in, I want you to ask him for two, two versions of the clothesline for your life and and your day-to-day. Two times in your day that you can just pray in tongues for five minutes. That's going to be an automatic for you. You know, we automatically brush our teeth every day. What's going to be your automatics in this season of your lean into God, your check into God, or your shakamahande walk across the school ground? Which I want you to ask God for them. So you walk out of tonight like equipped and prepared and tomorrow you can put it into practice, okay? All right, so there are the three things we're going to do. I know online people, you've got to go. We love you. We bless you. And we're agreeing for God to do exceedingly more than you could possibly hope, dream, or imagine. We'll see you next week. Um, they're going to go in with our friends and just do that at home. Okay, so people in the room, let's do this. I need two lines. So this is how we're going to do the first part. We're going to have the first group of people be the people receiving. All right, you might want to get your phone ready so you can hear the words. G'day, everyone. Welcome to the activation section. So, for tonight's activations, you're going to need a pen and paper. So, the first one we're going to do is called the one word fast track. And what we're going to do is get a list on a piece of paper of 10 people that you know and you're going to ask the Lord for one word for each of them. So what we're going to do is we're going to set a timer for a minute and a half and we'll um, give you a 10-second warning before it's up as well. Um, so let's start the timer now. So minute and a half, just the, so the first minute and a half, we'll just write down the names, ask the Lord for 10 people. And then we'll give you another, another minute and a half to ask the Lord for a word for each of them. So your time starts now. These people on this side are going to stand there because everybody over here is going to prophesy over everybody on that side. It's got to go really, really quick. Does that make sense? So all of these people 
Do you want to actually stand up and make a row? And these people stay here. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, oh, good. Okay, we're going to pray before we start. Yep. Okay, all right. Ten second warning, guys. Alrighty, so now that you've got your list of 10 people, um, let's ask the Lord for a word for each of them. So, I'll give you another minute and a half. Ready, set, go. feel nervous. We're taking every thought captive and subjecting it to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Sanctified imagination. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, I don't know. Do you want to do background music? I don't know if they can. All right. Are you ready? One word. Go. One word and move on. One word and move on. Just do one word. Whatever, the end, whatever, the end, whatever. Okay, skip the line if it's gone too long. <laughs> no, there's this one here. Don't miss too many people. You've got to go quick. Well, welcome back. And uh, we'll move on to the next activation. Sarah's going to lead us through that one. Yes. Okay. So this one is called, um, as Beck said, the prophetic promise. Um, so if you're in a group, um, pair up with someone, share a prophetic word or a promise um, over your life, and then decree and wage war together for the other person's destiny. Um, and we do that by getting a scripture. That was right. Hey, Nick. Uh, yep. Yep. And then if you're on your own, pick a promise over your life, go to the Word and get a scripture and then make a declaration. Um, so you can always pause the stream if you need more time, um, but we're going to give you six minutes and a one-minute warning. Ready, set, go. 
Good job, you guys. Keep going. Good practice to trust the Holy Spirit. First thing that comes to your mind. 
you finish yeah come down here guys quick 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 trust the holy spirit say the first thing you hear and done hey come line up over here for me one word keep going <laughs> just say one word tell them later if you really felt more We're going to start, once you finish, you can join the line and start giving words this way. All right, we're back with you guys. You got a bit of us unfiltered tonight. I was thinking that this is like the lounge room of the Lord. So I hope you're you're feeling comfortable here. (laughs) We're feeling pretty comfortable, so... It is the chairs. It does it to us. So, look, um, let's let's move on to the third one. This one's called Holy Spirit Communion. This is what Beck was talking about earlier, about finding time in our day um, to just acknowledge the Lord and um, just incorporating more of Him into our everyday life. You know, like where you're driving your car, you might be taking your kids to school in the morning or you might be driving to work or... Um, even like putting the clothes on the line or taking the rubbish out, that sort of thing, like inviting the Lord into those moments and just being, I guess, really intentional. So what we're going to do is going to set the time for another six minutes and um, we'll just ask the Holy Spirit for two areas in our day where we can invite him into that space and just acknowledge him. So we'll give you six minutes and uh, we'll give you another minute warning Um And yeah, just ask the Holy Spirit, uh, when during your day can you um, be conscious of him uh, on a regular basis? So we'll check back in with you soon.
Thank you, Jesus. Well done. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Awesome, guys. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. When you're ready. Doing awesome, guys. This is so good. Thank you, Jesus. First thing you see, first thing you hear, trust the Holy Spirit in you. Okay, come on, guys. We're going fast. This is a baptism of fire. This is the Holy Spirit. Say, say your first thing and then keep going. Keep going. Thank you, Jesus. One word. We'll keep moving. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Keep going. That's it. Good job. This is awesome. Well done. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
another minute, guys, and then we'll come back for the um, the, the wrap up. So. Keep going, one word. If you've got extra, we can tell them later. All right, guys. Welcome back. Um, thanks for doing those activations with us tonight. Um, I just pray that the Lord really moved through those activations. You're able to apply them to your life, even outside the prophetic school. So, um, Beck also has given us some homework to do. If you haven't done this already, just like a good teacher would, right? If you haven't done this one already, um, grab a promise and write it on your wall and make it plain. Sarah's going to go home and get a big paintbrush out, she reckons, and um, go to town on her wall at home. <laughs> um, write it down and make it plain and then wage war with that promise. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, next week we have Pastor Beck again. Um, she's going to be doing a session called Dreams, Visions and the Angelic, which should be amazing. On. Isn't that why we're all here is to get into the, the blue angels and the, the wheels within the wheels. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, just want to uh, just shout out a few people again, see Lisa in the feed and Patrick and Les and Mariana and Susan and um, my brother Sean again. Um, yeah, it's lovely to see you all in the chat and just um, getting amongst it. So, um yeah, it's it's cool the community that we have here, and it, it's a it's a blessing to us. So we just pray it's a blessing to you as well. Um, yeah, I encourage you to put these tools into practice this week as well. And um, you know, if you're really really keen, you can just go back and uh, play it all again if you like. That's a bonus of being online. So um, yeah, I just I felt a scripture on my heart as well um, for us tonight, and it was James one verse five, and it says, "If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives liberally to all without finding fault." And it will be given to you. And I've, I felt again to remind us that um, the Bible says that we ask, that we have not because we ask not. So I want to encourage you to keep asking and to keep seeking. And um, 
keep knocking because the doors will be open to you and yeah, just want you to know that we love you here and um, we're looking forward to the rest of the prophetic school. It's not over yet. And um, yeah, just pray that you're super blessed this week and just remember that God's best is for you. And we'll, we'll see you next week. Bless you guys.